Well, hello there, and welcome to the County Conversation, a podcast featuring employees and subject matter experts from the Fairfax County government discussing programs, services, and items of interest to residents of Fairfax County. I'm your host, Jim Person, and today on The Conversation, we're speaking with Greg Zabrowski. He is the Assistant Coordinator for the Planning and Policy Division with the county's Department of Emergency Management and Security, formerly known as the Office of Emergency Management. Greg's here to let us know how to be better prepared for any crisis or emergency, as well as inform us about National Preparedness Month. Greg, sounds like a lot we've got to talk about today. Yeah, it definitely does. And thank you for having me. I'm I'm looking forward to our conversation. Oh, looking forward to it as well. So National Preparedness Month, September is National Preparedness Month. Tell me a little bit about why and how we got here. Sure. Um, Historically, back in September 11th of 2001, there was a great national um, tragedy that happened. um, And Born out of that was the effort to become more prepared, both as a government and for the citizens of this country to be more prepared. Mm -hmm. So um, in 2004, it became an established month of national preparedness um, Mm -hmm. in recognition Mm -hmm. of the people who lost their lives on September 11th. And because it was September that that happened. Right. Yeah. Makes makes sense. Good tie in. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been going on. Since 9-11, but formerly, if you will, since 2004? Yes. Okay. That was when National Preparedness Month became a recognized program. Okay. All right. So what are some of the activities? And and probably I know the focus is being better prepared, but, you know, kind of give me a... Sure. So every year um, through the National Preparedness Office, they'll come up with a theme or um, something to push out and then have programs associated with it. So this year's theme is a lasting legacy. The life you've built is worth protecting. Prepare for disasters to create a lasting legacy for you and your family. Wow. It's a long theme. It is a long (laughs) theme, um, but I think it's an important theme. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Lasting legacy. It's hard to to overemphasize or understate that, if you will. Right. And it's also to remind people is... It's not going to happen to me in that it it can (laughs) happen to me and it can happen at any time Um, as we we've seen or we see in the news every day with wildfires in California or flooding that's happening um, in the Northeast right now. Yeah, even locally, (laughs) you know, I think if I remember correctly from doing some of my reading about emergency management, flooding is like one of the major hazards in flooding. uh, Yeah. It is one of the major hazards. We have a lot of um, riverine flooding, and then based on the urban environment, um, we have uh, potential of runoffs and um, different flash flooding events that can happen um, pretty much anywhere where it rains. Um, so <laughs> That's all over the county. <laughs> absolutely. All right. So you mentioned something kind of important I want to follow up on. The, the thought, the thinking, is that's ah, not going to happen to me. Why should I bother being prepared? Why Why should I? Um, well, I, I think it's important to be prepared both to protect you and your family, your pets, your property. Um, there's a lot of things that can go wrong and there's big um, acts of nature that can happen or there's simple home emergencies like a burst water pipe or um, a house fire or a tree falls through your roof because of, of limbs, right? There's There's so many things to be prepared for, winter storms where uh, we might not be able to get out and get to the store for a day or two or the roads are 
not plowed or it's kind of treacherous to get out there. So just having the the mindset of I don't know when it could happen, but there's always so many simple little steps that you can have from I mean, something simple like having an umbrella or a blanket in your car during the winter or um, extra water on hand in your house. Um, these are just some of the simple things. Right. And if you if you take it one easy step at a time, it doesn't become so daunting or overwhelming. Mm, right. Like we're not looking for people to build shelters in their house or stockpile, you know, a hundred days worth of food type of thing, you know, take little steps. um, And, and again, it's for you and your family. Right. I think that's part of the daunting nature of this when people hear emergency preparedness. And I I think the first step of the four steps is make a plan. Yes. It's like, oh my gosh, that just, just overwhelming to me. Where do I even start with making a plan? And it's got to be, you know, what, it's got to be 20 pages and it's got to be all typewritten down and I've got to have step-by-step instructions, but it doesn't have to be like that. No, it can be something very simple. And as our Department of Emergency and Management and Security, we recognize that it can be daunting and overwhelming. So a few years ago, we created what we call the Community Emergency Response Guide. And that guide will tell you about some of the different hazards that are um maybe going to happen within the county more, and then more prevalent perhaps yep and then gives you a step by step on a simple like what to do before during after mm-hmm. um the event or incident happens and you can find that guide as well as um the steps to make a plan in that guide at fairfaxcounty.gov/emergencymanagement/surg Okay. And again, that stands for the Community Emergency Response Guide. Okay. So, sir, Community Emergency Response Guide. And I think there's also, what, youth and kids SERGs as well? Yeah, we have. We started with the original SERG, and then we have built out a suite um, for younger children, which is more like an activity book, mm-hmm. and then for more of uh, uh, older school kids, high school, um, late middle school um, and then also we have one for the business community as well oh, okay. to prepare prepare your business for wow, okay. an incident or an event. So you got all the bases covered: community, business, team, youth. Yeah, we're whole, we're trying whole, whole family. Um, yep. Okay. All right. So we've got the SERG online community emergency response guide um, that helps with uh, the planning part, but also has template information and checklist. I think for making a kit. Yes, it absolutely does. Um. And then your kits are important, too, because a kit for you and me um, might be very different than a family that has children. Um, so there's also what to do to put together a kit for kids. Um, and then it's, again, simple steps, having extra chargers or batteries. Um, if you have kids putting together games or toys for them um, to keep them occupied. All right. All right. I know I have two boys and keeping them <laughs> occupied is my full-time you know, job. Full time job. <laughs> right. Well, and, you know, like if you've got uh, babies or infants, that's a different set of planning criteria. Or if you've got an elderly family member or someone with special needs, those are all different considerations. Absolutely. And those are all taken into account um, within the Community Emergency Response Guide. And these are templates. These aren't supposed to be followed, you know, to the letter. It's mm. what you can do, what you can afford to do how you can do it, um, 
Some people live in houses. Some people live in apartments. Um, so your storage could be different. So it, it really helps you put together something that you can tailor to you as an individual or your family or um, people that you might be providing care for. All right. Template that's customizable to your individual situation. Absolutely. Okay. All right. So uh, I think right now is a good point to to mention. Folks may be listening to this podcast in October or November, you know, even next year <clears throat> because there's no shelf life to podcast, as we well know. So while September is National Preparedness Month, that doesn't mean you can't take preparedness steps any other time of the year. Oh, no. I think that this this National Preparedness Month is kind of to help us focus um, people's right. attention to it. But no, this is a ongoing 365 day a year type of process. So mm -hmm. again, you, you have to do it and customize it to you. But no, we should be thinking about preparedness um, all the time through all seasons because each season that we have in Fairfax County right, um, different brings a different hazard. So you should revisit your kit as well. So what kit you might have in the winter that might have extra gloves and hats and heavy coats is going to be totally different than what you might have in the summertime um, with lighter clothes or extra things. But there's always certain things that we would need medications or um, shelf-stable food or canned food to keep in it. But we, we do have to revisit it to make sure that things haven't expired and that it's still age or situation appropriate. All right. Timing guidance for that? Is it something, as you say, uh, seasonally or is it every six months I need to maybe put on my calendar, check my emergency kit or supplies? Or, I mean, I, I think, again, it, it's tailored to you. I, I, I would love for people to revisit their kit once a month and <laughs> and um, keep keep it in the forefront, right? right. Because we, we will respond as we practice. So if we know where the kit is, we know how to get to it. We keep checking it to make sure that things are updated. Um, that that's the best way to do it. So familiarity with right. with your kit. Right. I know the uh, fire community. Um, you know, every six months they say be sure to change the batteries in your smoke alarm. So I think emergency management folks have tried to tag along to that. You know, when you're changing your batteries, check and restock your emergency supply kit. So it's just a that constant reminder and, and to I think now the changing batteries is kind of part of our daily routine, if you will, or or mindset. So it's kind of one of those things that it's got to get in people's mind to be prepared. Yeah, I think that's a great point that yeah. um, any sort of mnemonic or reminder that com <laughs> comes out right. for you. But um, the changing of the clocks is, you know, something that we hear. We know about it. We have to do it. We see it on our phones. It's on TV. Um, and that would be a great reminder. Check our kit, check our batteries and checking your batteries in your smoke detector. Again, that's a preparedness step in your house as well to make sure that if something happens, those smoke alarms are going to are going to work. All right. We're speaking with Greg Zabrowski. His, he is the assistant coordinator for planning and policy division with the county's Department of Emergency Management and Security. Mentioned in the introduction, formerly the Office of Emergency Management, that's kind of a recent organizational change, if you will? Yes. Uh, we um, we picked up through the county in a reorganization our, our county security. So mm -hmm. we um, now work with the team that provides the security guards and the security steps within the county facilities. Okay. 
but main main purposes of emergency management still the same, just a, a different name for now the department versus an office. Yes, that's okay. correct. Okay. And um, you're a volunteer firefighter, is that correct, away from the office? Yes. Uh, for about 17 years, I've wow. been a, a volunteer firefighter, um, which I guess is one of the big steps um, of getting involved, the, the last step in preparedness. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was important to me to help out my community and help the people in the community. So um, with my daily job of writing plans and policy within the Department of Emergency Management at night and on my off time, I can actually help put uh, rubber to the road and, <laughs> and do the do the steps and, right. and help help the community. Right. Well, that's awesome. Um, and that's great that you brought it back to the, the four preparedness steps because we had talked about make a plan, make a kit. Uh, get involved was the last one, but stay informed, which was the third one. I think we've been kind of talking a lot about that. But uh, you mentioned the CERG. That's obviously one of them. Uh, Fairfax Alerts is another great way to stay informed. County's Emergency Information Blog, which I know during September is going to have a bunch of articles and information about National Preparedness Month. That's another way, fairfaxcounty.gov slash emergency slash blog. Um, anything else about stay informed? Uh, like Ready Fairfax? I, I think that there's a ton of social media. Sure, I think sure. I think if you're out there, everyone has some form of social media. So I know the county and the Department of Emergency Management and Security are on Facebook. And um, we we often push our messages. So again, through this month, we're pushing a lot of, of messaging on the um, five steps of, of preparedness. Mm -hmm. And um, each week during the month of September, we're concentrating on the five steps. Um, so again, we're, we're going to want to make a plan. We're going to want to practice our plan. We're going to put together our emergency kit. We're going to um, stay aware. And then we're also going to try and be involved. Mm -hmm. Okay. And uh, more on more of that is on the blog as well as uh, Ready Fairfax, which is on both Fairfax and Twitter, I believe. Uh, fairfaxcounty.gov slash emergency slash ready fairfax i believe is the yes main main website there you can go to get more information um what if i not ask you what what else should we talk about about national preparedness month and and being prepared for any emergency well i think one of the things that we're doing is um also through the website the fairfaxcounty.gov slash emergency slash ready fairfax we have a calendar of events and right, webinars right. that are coming up that uh folks in the community can participate in and um, uh, we encourage you to come and participate. There's going to be great speakers, good information for all audiences to, mm -hmm. to participate and, and find out what they can do for themselves and perhaps for the community as a whole. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, that's a good point. A lot of good information this month, but also uh, I know um, DEMS, Department of Emergency Management and Security, also offers a regular monthly webinar about different topics. I think October's is like uh, cybersecurity or something like that. Yep. So a lot of great timely topics um, every month, as well as additional things that you can find on that calendar. Yeah. Again, we, we like to try and take September to bring focus mm -hmm. and attention to it. But this is a 12-month effort for you to be involved. And we are going to try and provide the information that we can and different topics that are relevant. Um, like you brought up, cybersecurity is huge. I think we see 
um, cybersecurity incidents, both in our personal lives as well as in the business community. And I think that's an important is preparedness is not just an individual effort. It's also a business effort, right? Because we want to keep businesses in place. We want to keep people being able to go to their job and the steps that they can take to to keep their business running as smoothly as possible in right. a bad situation. Right. I mentioned your title, your policy, uh, planning and policy. Last few minutes we've got uh, here together. Talk to me about the two parts of it, the planning part, and then we'll get into the policy part and what that actually means for Department of Emergency Management and Security in Fairfax County. What do, what are you planning? So we are in charge of a few big plans. So within the county, we have the emergency operations plan, and that is a blueprint of how county departments and agencies are going to respond to an incident or event that would happen within Fairfax County. Hmm. Um, that is our our big one. And then within that, there's different annexes, which would be like our shelter plan and hmm. um, our volunteer annex and our donations management annex. So we try and take the steps to do that. We also have a pre-disaster recovery plan that we've worked, again, with a lot of partners internal to the county and external with businesses and agencies and um, different groups to kind of help us make a path of how the county would recover if an incident or event happens. Um, So then where the policy portion of it comes in is we look at both state policy, federal policy. Um, policies within the county, and we kind of incorporate it into um, how we can stay uh, ahead of ahead of the curve, so that we we know that we're doing the best that we can. Mm-hmm. So um, policies are always changing, um, both right. on all levels of government. So, but we want to make sure that we are integrated with the state and the federal response that might be assisting us one day. Right. Sounds like you got a busy job. <laughs> yeah, it's one that I love. I, yeah, yeah. Any particular highlight, favorite part? You know, I mean, like myself, I know. You know, when you say policy and planning, you know, my eyes kind of glaze over. You know, that kind of thing. Um, absolutely, I love the partnerships. I love working with mm. the different departments and agencies within the county and bringing together wide and varied experiences and points of view. And bringing planning teams together to help do what um, what best serves the community and the businesses and everyone within Fairfax County. Uh, I have seen a wide range. I have made great friendships and partnerships through people that have like-minded interests in, in doing the right thing. All right. All right. Before I let you go, give me those uh, web pages again, resources again, uh, not only for the Department of Emergency Management and Security, but also the Community Emergency Response Guide. Absolutely. So we have uh, fairfaxcounty.gov slash emergency management slash CERG, and that's for the Community Emergency Response Guide. We have the uh, fairfaxcounty.gov slash emergency slash ready fairfax, and that'll be a calendar of events. Um, for events that are happening this month, right. we have um, to stay informed. We would love for everyone to sign up for um, Fairfax Alerts, and that's fairfaxcounty.gov slash alerts. Um, and then there's the fairfaxcounty.gov slash emergency slash blog. Um, again, timely information that comes out um, with with both 
things that are happening and how you can help, as well as um, different steps that you can take throughout the year. Mm-hmm. And the uh, DEMS page, the main main page, which I think also has a uh, email and a telephone number if folks want to go there. Yes. Um, so that's the, uh, fairfaxcounty.gov slash emergency management. And then also the other thing that we do have on there is the plans that I was talking about. If folks are interested in kind of seeing, you can look at our plans. They're they're there for the public to look at and kind of understand what we're doing. Okay. We, it's our key is to educate as as well as respond and, and help people recover. Okay. So fairfaxcounty.gov slash emergency management would be a good place to, to Absolutely. go. Absolutely. Okay. Final 30 seconds to you. I'll give you the floor to take us out. Importance of National Preparedness Month and being prepared. Again, um, the the importance of being prepared is it's helping you help yourself um, and your family or your business or your neighbors. And just being able to do that will eventually lead to a quicker recovery and getting the getting your life is back to normal or better than you started. Um, so that's the importance of being prepared is it, it really will help you in the long run. And if you put some thought into what you're doing, um, bit by bit, it won't be so daunting or overwhelming. Good point. Greg, thanks. Thank you very much. I appreciate your time. Greg Zabrowski with us here on this edition of the County Conversation. Thanks, Tam, for being with us. And thanks to you for listening. If you want to get more Fairfax County news, you can go to fairfaxcounty.gov slash news or call 703-Fairfax. That's 703-324-7329. That is weekdays between 8 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. Thanks for joining us again on the County Conversation podcast, which is produced by the Fairfax County Virginia government.